Bandwidth for all shows on the Aussie Tech Heads network is supplied by Aussie Tech Heads web hosting. For a fast, affordable and reliable Australian server with fantastic support, contact Aussie Tech Heads web hosting at aussietechheads.com.au. Aussie Tech Heads, Australia's best hosting service. tell you what's been happening in the last week the last week in technology news we've got heaps of stories for you guys tonight welcome it's episode 451 aussie tech heads and it's coming out on the 20th of august 2015 so uh glad you can be with us for sure okay let's uh jump around the see who's with us tonight hosting wise but first we must thank aussie tech heads web hosting athwebhosting.com.au if you've got a nice little website and you want to put it somewhere Bring it across to athwebhosting.com.au. Affordable plans, Sydney service, so the webpage will load just a little bit snappier, eh? So get get into it. Oh, good stuff. All right, let's go first of all to Sydney and say good day to Eric. How you doing, Eric? Hello, gentlemen. Nice to hear and see and be with you all. Yes, uh, we're, everyone's facing bad internet tonight, so we'll see how the uh, see if we any of us sound like Daleks halfway through. That's right. How do I, how, am I, how am I sounding? All right, like yelling. Yes, you're okay at the minute, and hopefully I'm all right. okay. I am. And the little Dalek you just heard is Jace. How you doing, Jace? I'm a lot cooler on the internet. <laughs> well, <laughs> I got a I got a TARDIS onesie, and I just go. It's, I'm bigger on the inside. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm bigger on the everywhere. <laughs> yes. yeah. oh, How's it going, well, 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 not everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you. The, the, <laughs> the, oh, it didn't take long, did it, eh? We're straight there no. already. You've been telling <laughs> secrets to, out Straight of to the field. Yeah, that's, right. that's, a, that's good. That's good. It's like a rooster's game or something. All right. Now, uh, where are we going to start tonight? Uh, look, no, Will. We're not sure what's happened to Will. He's, he's got the MBN in. Apparently, yeah. he's got the NBN, so maybe he's just enjoying the... The lightning speeds, and he's just—he's traveling so fast that he's just completely jumped through space and time, and he's actually in next week, and he's he, missed us completely. He could be, and he's going. Where are those clowns? Right, a lot of results. It's the fourth of September. Yeah. Where is everyone? Well, there was a, there was a big twenty million dollar lotto winner up in Ipswich, wasn't there? Ah, the Oz Lotto. Okay. Oh, oh, go down to the KFC. I bet you he's down there. He's stocking up. Oh, wouldn't that be good, eh? KFC for a year. Great he stuff. Just bought, a year uh, for the rest of your life. <laughs> what, Jay? Sorry? He bought TPG. Yeah. Good work, Will. <laughs> good work. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't helped him. <laughs> no. But, well, TPG, at least they can do fibre to the basement or whatever they call it. They're doing their yeah. own fibre, aren't they? Yeah. Um, I look, I, actually, funny, the client that... Um, that I went to today in the, in the city, they're on TPG. I was just, I got got in there. I, I go there every year, and I've never done a speed test on their premises. I just want to check out yeah, what's going on there. Yeah. The internet's you know not too bad, and, and then I went on to speedtest.net, and you can see it's the IP address said TPG. Like okay, right. Let's see what this is like. So I'm going the um, 
the uh, up the download speed eight for a client, you know, big client in the city eight. I'm thinking, oh, that's pretty lame. Yeah. But they had eight up, eight down. Ah. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yes. Sweet. That's all right. And should have I should have stayed there. <laughs> and because you had that, because they had that larger up, did you really notice any down loss? Like, did you? Did no, you, you don't notice the down because their ping was very good. Yeah. But the up because I'm logging into my office from there. Yeah. And it was like I was sitting at my desk. It's yeah, that's cool. pretty cool, isn't it? That's pretty good. Yeah. Well, look, I'll tell you the the Will story because uh, I know everyone's busting to know. But yeah, so he finally. Uh, got the MBN on, but it's not working properly. <laughs> and we're dying to have him on to tap, ring it, send him a text message. I know, so I don't know what happened. How can we make fun of him if he's not going to even be here? <laughs> That's right, he's got to be here to defend himself. Oh, look, we're just going to make fun of him on Facebook, all right? So hit up the, I, I think he's got a public profile, so hit up William Tomkinson on Facebook and get uh, it to him. <laughs> he's, he's, his Skype is on. Yeah, he must have he's forgot. On. Or unless he didn't make it home, who knows? We'll, we'll catch him after the show anyway. See what's see what's going on. Uh, or maybe he's. Oh no, his wife's not due yet, is she? No, not no, due. No, yeah, not for a while. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so it's not that. Uh, all right. So where are we up to? Let's try and whip out a story. Hey, I'll I'll, let, I'll, I'll pick one out, out of my. You gonna whip it out? Whip it out. You whip you whip yours out first. I'll whip it out. There's a song about that, wasn't it? Now more, there's all, there's going to be uh, talking about ATH web hosting and how good it is. There's going to be more .au options pretty soon. You know, do, do mm. you do you ever get sick of typing, you know, .com.au? Yeah. No. Does that hurt your, you know, typing fingers to the bone? And so we're just going to have .au now. It looks like, like in Hong Kong, you can just have, um, you know, WongChi.hk. Yeah, you can have like ATH.au. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Pardon? When's that out? ATH.au, get onto it. Yes, well, it's not out just yet, but it's coming. It's, there, it's in when? A, when? Well, there's draft recommendations. You can do submissions up to the end of June, uh, September 30, if you don't like it. I don't know. But uh, the 2015 Names Policy Panel has been released to draft recommendations about the use and allocation of .au domain names. Uh, so, yes, it will allow you to just enter .au. This has not been possible in Australia before. So under the proposals, the current 2LDs, which is the second level domains, would remain available. So you can still have your .com.au's if you like typing. But Australian entities and individuals would be able to register AU2, as in TWO. So, yes, so that's that's good. I'm, I'm happy with that. I don't want to be stuck under an American tree the whole, my whole life. That's good that there's a nah. .au coming out. Yeah, so we'll keep you, you posted. You always get one of those funky au.coms that that guy had for a while. Oh, <laughs> was going crazy. oh I didn't like You've got those. to get your au.com as well as your.com.au. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, like scam. That guy made millions, I reckon. Yeah. Well, we'll uh, yeah, we'll get to that. So when that comes out, that'll be good. That'll be good. I, I will get ath.au. Cool. Good stuff. Now, look, we've been having internet problems uh, recording this episode. I'm not sure what's going on. I'll probably read about it tomorrow, I'd say. But uh, I'm on Telstra Cable. Eric's on Telstra Cable. Jace is on ADSL TPG, I think. And yep. even you were degraded tonight. Yeah, I rebooted my modem. Should be okay now. But I've also got somebody watching 1080p Netflix in the room. So. Uh, but I don't think, well, you don't seem to be as uh, affected as eric and i on cable so yeah like normally i'm about 115 down two and a half up tonight yeah look i think it's something going on in telstra uh, australia wide yeah because netflix are pretty good with uh allocating bandwidth because yep. we can have um you know five people on netflix here and i'll be on the uh podcast with you guys 
and there is no degradation at all yep. in, in any of their watching yeah. or me talking. Yeah, right, yes. You try to do it with Stan or Presto, you can forget it. So I think, like, to give you an example where Eric and I normally 100 down, two and a half up uh, tonight, uh, Milo, I feel your pain. We were down to about three down, can you believe it, from 115 to three. And I'm on 12. Woo! Yeah, and about about 0.5 up. What's going on there? Yeah, well, I've I've gone from 100 down to, at at its lowest point, 20. Mm. So bloody shambles. Right now, I'm sitting at 74, which is shocking. Yeah. Shock. Someone should blow nodes up. All right. <laughs> there <laughs> so, should be a royal commission. Yes. A royal commission to everything. That's what it's that's what, Stuff the courts. No more courts, just royal commissions. Yeah. All right. Uh, Eric, what have you, did you bring any stories in tonight? Or are you just flapping? No, unfortunately not. I did see your little uh, tidbit on Apple earlier. I did actually saw that during the week. I was right. going to bring that up, but then you... Sent it to me anyway, and I had a look at that. We'll talk about that later. All right. Um, other than that, I haven't had a chance because I've been in, in the city all day. Nice. And, I always um, got an update. One of my friends was saying his phone battery is crazy great now. It, what for? The iOS? His phone battery, yeah. iOS got an update, and one of my friends is like, oh, I used to just walk around the city all day checking Facebook and talking to friends and stuff, and I'd had a zero battery by about two or three in the afternoon, he said, "I'm down only to about seventy percent now since oh, the update." Wow. Yeah, so nice. better management. Yeah. Mm. Well, what's okay. the story? Has anyone heard? Look, I know. Look, we haven't mentioned any iPhone next new iPhone rumor stories this year yet, and I know it must be getting close to the iPhone. September. Yes, yes. But look, I heard from someone who is not a uh, tech orientated the other day asking me the new one will be the seven. And I went, oh, I don't think so. What about the S? And he goes, apparently got an email from Optus saying, would you like to upgrade to the iPhone 7? Yeah. iPhone 7? Yes. So do Not the, out yet. Does, is it any good? Does Optus know Heck anything yeah. yet? Oh, is that that waterproof oh, op- one? Optus are full of it. <laughs> uh, they're full of it. They're ringing up and oh, they want to upgrade. I don't even know what it looks like. They no. don't even know if they've been allocated one or ten. <laughs> so, uh, but has, have, has anyone been keeping an eye on the rumours for the new iPhone? Uh, Eric, do you know anything? No, I haven't. Let, let, well, while you're doing that, let me just see if I can dig something up. No, no. I can see a lot of concept photos and what people On the release. Yes. Well, probably, you know, it's a bit cold to be going to bars, so maybe we haven't been going to enough bars. To... <laughs> no one's leaving it in a bar. <laughs> That's right. Well, it is uh, summer in the US, so, you know, who knows what, what's going on there. But, look, I'm sure we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, it'll be all announced. Look, I'm going to get a new one this year. I'm in for a new one. I'm Finally. going to change from the, the fault to the, the mainstream numbering to the uh, S's, I think. Because mine is uh, all right. Well, Apple have released the seventh beta of um, seventh OS X nine. Seventh beta of OS X ten. Oh and, yeah, uh, yeah. That's 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 El Capitan is going to be out soon. I think they're all they're all lining this up for release in September. Right. Yes. All this stuff, and that's why they've got so many. Um, it's the fifth beta already. Well, uh, yeah. Sammy didn't last long. Did it? No, you said many only lasted about a year. Yeah. Bloody yeah. just churning them out, aren't they? Yeah. yeah I don't but, know what's going on there. What's going to be next? Bloody yeah. La Cucaracha. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Who knows? Who knows? OSX La Cucaracha. Or maybe, you know, maybe Donald Trump oh. will just sweep over everything. Maybe OSX Trump. 
You don't know. Oh, from. <laughs> should there be OSX comb over? <laughs> yeah, it might should be. But uh, he's apparently, from all what I hear, you know, I don't follow it over there, but he's, he's going pretty well in opinion polls, but no one likes him. None yeah, of the... Everyone <laughs> hates him and he's rating the best out of anyone. So. Yes. All the nut jobs are voting five times. Yeah. <laughs> Wants to build a wall across Mexico or something. Yeah. Go, didn't he say I read he because you know they got a problem with all their immigrants from Mexico. He says, "Well, yeah. I want to build a wall right across the border, and Mexico's paying for it." <laughs> <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah. We'll send you the bill. Yeah, that's right. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Where's the check? Oh, yeah, she's you, know the, you know the, the funny thing is, he only says what everyone else is thinking. Oh, that's right, and that's why he's hit a chord, hasn't he? He's hit a chord. <laughs> All right. He's not going to vote it in because at the end of the day, everyone knows he's a complete nut job. Could you imagine what the White House is going to look like when he's finished decorating it? It'll be gaudy and full of gold and bloody hookers all over the place. <laughs> Big hair pieces everywhere in the hair pieces everywhere <laughs> on the shrubs. <laughs> he's going to go to the the Abe Lincoln Memorial, you know that big one, and just put his hair piece on top of that. That's right. <laughs> He You'll might make it, it. Might extend it out a bit, so it just flaps a bit in the breeze or something. Yeah, that's you know? right. And make sure there's a fan always pointing towards it. That's so right. It's constantly flapping. <laughs> that's right. Well, <laughs> all he has to do is look at it, and that the air from his gob will make it flap enough. Oh, yeah, all the hot air. It's, it's funny, though. You oh, see a lot of pictures on the internet room. now of cats that look like they've got Donald Trump comb, <laughs> comb hairs. But so look, he's, he's entertaining. I'll give him that. He's entertaining. He's a joke. He's yeah. a joke. All right. Oh, um, what did you bring? What, what interested you, Jace, this week? Anything? Well, much? I came across something interesting. Over a decade, one of the largest security companies in the world, Moscow-based Kapersky Lab, tried to damage rivals by tricking their antivirus software programs into classing benign files as malicious, according to two former employees. They said the secret campaign targeted Microsoft, AVG, Avast and other rivals fooling some of them into deleting or disabling important files on their customers' PCs. Some of the attacks were ordered by Kapersky Labs co-founder Eugene Kapersky in part to retaliate against similar uh, smaller rivals that he felt were aping his software and develop, instead of developing their own technology. Eugene considered this stealing, said one of his former employees. Both sources requested anonymity and said they were among a small group of people who knew about the operation. Kapersky Lab strongly denied it had tricked competitors into categorizing clean files as malicious so-called false positives. Our company has never conducted any secret campaign to trick competitors into generating false positives to damage their market standing, Kapersky said in a statement. Such actions are unethical, dishonest, and their legality is at least questionable. Executives at Microsoft, AVG, and Avast previously said unknown parties had tried to introduce false positives in recent years. When contacted this week, they had no comment on the allegation that Kapersky Labs had targeted them. Well, dodgy as. Yes, I think. Oh, yeah. I, Kapersky, yeah. I've always. Based in Russia, come on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I, would, I, I wouldn't just say it's limited to. But I would have thought that, you know. Oh, they all do it. Yeah. Look, I heard on the rumour mill, you know, years and years ago, that, you know, those little. Uh, the Ostar used to get the Ostar boxes and used to get those gold cards. Yep. You know, and, and I heard, and it's obviously only a rumour, but I heard that the people that worked for Ostar, the security people p- doing the security for the boxes, well, they release these little gold cards. They just put, push them out into the ether so Ostar would re- keep renewing the contract for the security oh, well. to keep it up and running. But and yeah. it's not entirely unbelievable, and I think, you know, you, you would hope that this isn't happening. But so, But what's going on here with these guys is what Kaspersky is saying – 
is everyone copy was copying Kaspersky with what they were flagging? No, they were saying that Kaspersky came up with some cool technologies for his antivirus, and other people did a similar thing, so he wanted to punish them. But how? But how did they get a whole? Oh, so he altered his algorithm, and they would copy they it. Would so copy he it. was like, right. "Oh well, I'll get, um, I'll install your software on some computers, get some real Windows files, and get your software to report that as a false positive." Because you know they all network reports back to each other through the community now. Whenever you sign up, like Microsoft Defender or something, it says, "Hi, how would you like to improve this by?" getting reports from other customers who reckon they found a virus yes. and they'll like group source it, crowdsource what is a virus. And if enough people say, oh, this looks like a virus, then right. we'll take that as actually being the truth and um, come up with those as positives. And it turns out they're not really. It's just somebody is tricking their software into reporting it to the community that it's a, a bad file. Mm. So it deletes off you know, your Windows files and suddenly your computer won't boot. Yes, right. Yes, well, that's always troubling. But yeah, look, you—I don't know. I, you would hope that that doesn't—that sort of stuff doesn't happen. But well, there's a lot of people who've got theories that the antivirus companies write viruses to keep themselves in business. So yeah, well, this I've is, always thought that. Yeah, yeah. Look, it's not beyond uh, disbelief, is it? Now, look, maybe another reason why Will isn't here. Sorry, Will, we're going to slam you tonight. But uh, another reason yeah, why. <laughs> another reason, maybe, why he's not here is the Ashley Madison breach. Has uh, <laughs> oh, trouble. Yeah, it's uh, the fallout has begun. The 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 hackers have left. I can't Apparently believe it. Twitch is a bit of a hotbed. <laughs> yeah, in more <laughs> ways than one. <laughs> so well, I can't believe some of the figures. Like, did I see like you know like ten gig of data has been linked? Leaked? Something like that. Yeah, but ten gigs. So oh. how many people have signed up to this thing? So, oh, 10 gigs worth, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, look, Ashley, Ashley Madison, they've dumped a big cache of data containing millions of email addresses. And, look, you can, you can go into the show notes. If you want to see if your email address is there, jump in the show notes. There's a page where you type your email address in. Don't worry, Eric. I've already tried yours. Didn't come up. Yeah, I'm not <laughs> even... <laughs> Apparently, a lot of teachers and government officials signing up with their company and um, oh. government accounts. Try uh, Bill at... Bill.shorten at um, <laughs> parliament.oppositionleaderscumbag.com. Now, um, uh, look, there's a, yeah, I think a lot of people are getting dumped into this. There was a thing on the radio with Fitzy and someone. They, yeah, the, a lady rang up and for the segment, they typed in the husband's email address, slammed the phone down, went off crying. It was, you know, she got real upset because he came up, the email address came up. But anyway, um, the yeah. data, they, they dumped all this data. Uh, apparently containing U.S. government officials, U.K. civil servants, high-level executives at European and North American corporations. They uh, they were told some initial questions as to the data was legitimate. It was being it was soon widely accepted as accurate. Respected security writer Brian Krebs wrote that he had spoken to three vouched sources who confirmed they had found the information, the last four digits of their credit card numbers in the leaked database. I was going to say, look, it was quite possible that I would have signed up for this, just you know, just as in the course of, just in the just research. In, well, you know, see what goes on on these sites everyone's talking about. But it would have to stop. Well, obviously, I wouldn't have put my credit card on. So, I suppose if someone says, you know, I signed up for research, then why is your credit card there? 
Well, that's getting a bit more difficult. You're tax deductible. Yeah, you're a bit more into the mud. But I do for research. I saw recently there was a report about this woman reporter who was wondering why all these women were getting upset about the revenge porn site. So she got some naked pictures of herself, created an account, said her name was like Bob or something, and uploaded photos of herself naked there to see what would happen. And then she found out, and then she was like, oh, yeah, that is a bad idea. <laughs> yes. now, it was research. <laughs> yeah, research. So, look, if you've typed your email address in, this is just a little hint from, from me. If you've typed your email address in and it's come up, I reckon start a podcast, all right, and then it's research. Start a yep. podcast straight away, straight away. Yeah, the uh, the data yeah, is going to call it um, the best dating sites. <laughs> yes, the data is now searchable online, allowing users to confirm if email addresses were included in the breach database. According to the Verge, one of the sites claims thirty six million accounts were included in the Holy dump. Crap. I cannot believe, of which twenty four million had verified email addresses. I can't. Yeah, and half of those were in Canberra. <laughs> or the or US government official. What about that guy in England? Everywhere. Um, yeah, so anyway, so that's all that. Look, if you want to um, see if your email address is there, go to the show notes, get that uh, show, that, that particular story, just link to it, and you'll be able to get to the, that little searching database thing. But yeah. That no. guy in England, was his name Charles or? No. <laughs> no William, perhaps? <laughs> no, you know the guy, you know the guy I'd be talking about, don't you? The guy that was snorting. Coke through the five Oh, pound. that guy, the, yeah. the, the Lord. Dressed in Lord, a bra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lord, <laughs> get my pants off. <laughs> Has he been sacked yet? Or did he resign? Yeah. Is he gone? I think yeah, he's he might have resigned, didn't he? You can't do that sort of thing, can you? You no. can't. And he, he goes something like, and the prostitute asks him about, uh, he goes, she goes, oh, why do you have long lunches or something? Or something about the money. And he goes, it's paying for this lovey. <laughs> and snorts another big one. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, oh, didn't you see the footage? Talk about yeah. having your snout in the trough. Yeah, I, I don't think place. that they were going for him for his looks. We'll put it that way, right? No, no I know. It was all, all the yeah. money. Didn't you see the uh, footage? Like the guy in, um, in Sydney who shut down the whole uh, town the whole oh. suburb in Sydney, so he could have a wedding. Yes, oh, these guys. Are, I won't say. It. I'm not going to talk about that guy. He's a, what a wanker! But <laughs> you know how much he got fined. You know, yeah, two hundred and twenty dollars. Two hundred and twenty bucks. Yeah. Think, don't worry. You know who's looking into it? ICAC are looking into it. The tax officer looking into him. Yeah, right. Oh, he's he's, he's gone the... now. You want to be that public and that brazen? Yeah. Well, yeah. people you're going to attract attention and the wrong sort of attention. Good luck to you, mate. But you know what I mean? Like two hundred twenty dollar fine. Like if you if this was what you wanted to do on any given day for any given reason, like maybe I might want to have a footy I bet day. you and I would have been fine more than that. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. we shut a street down and oh, get yes. police out there to do crowd control without paying them. Yeah. Taking them off their duties. Yeah. So like, yeah, so let's go and pay $220. We'll close the street down, Eric. Watch the footy game in the middle of the street. Yeah, let's do that. Put a TV yeah. in the middle of the street. How good and would a that couch. be? Yeah. And a few stubbies. And all the neighbours. Yeah. If you don't get your cars out of the Some way, time away. Fuck. It'd be like Don't Homer worry, Simpson in the little kiddies pool sitting there with his shorts on and eating a hot dog and drinking a beer. <laughs> eating some well, ribs. Don't worry about it. It's only costing two twenty. Just put a dollar each in. You'll be right. Yeah, that's right. But yeah, it's a bit of a lunatic. Uh, all right. Uh, where are we going? You got any more, Jace? Got another one? Yeah, heaps. Cool. The Australian's competition regulator has overcome initial concerns about the merger of internet service providers IINet and TPG to give its stamp of approval to the tie-up. The approval of the regulator was the final barrier in the pair's proposed union, which was last month green-lighted by IINet shareholders. 
The ACCC had initially raised concerns that the merger, which would create Australia's second largest broadband provider behind Telstra, would substantially lessen competition in the market and negatively affect customer service. But in its official ruling today, the regulator said it had concluded that the acquisition of IINet by TPG would not substantially lessen competition. It said the combined competitive restraint from other major retail fixed-line suppliers such as Telstra, Optus and M2 would be enough to limit harm to the competition to the IINet TPG tie-up. The constraint would provide sufficient incentive for TPG to maintain the IINet service if there's consumer demand for it and other suppliers to meet that demand if they fail to do so. That's all going ahead. Yes. $1.56 billion. That's a lot of coin, isn't it? That is, yep. that, is, that, is, that is a lot of coin. But, yeah, so, uh, look, I don't know. If, I really don't care if they merge or not, to be honest. I'm with Telstra. Ah, oh, look, <laughs> so I don't care doesn't as long as the anything. service doesn't drop. I'm with yeah. IITPG. AI, sir. TPGII. Yes. TPGII. What? Yeah. Now, look, here's one I saw on your Facebook page this week, and I'm probably going to steal one of your stories. But uh, Google launches... Who, you? Me? No, Jace Warlock. Google yep. launches a $200 Wi-Fi router. Yep. Is that one of I'll yours tonight? that window now. For oh. release in Australia? Yeah, well, have a look at this. There's little uh, if you are on the video. It looks like one of those new Mac Pros, the circular one. Oh, yes. Okay. Exactly Good the enough. same as that. Exactly the same also as the Amazon Echo. They're all doing how the big is it? one since Apple went, hey, this is a cool design, everyone said, but you can't stack them and they don't fit together. I'm going to do that. Yes. Yeah, I'll make a router and we'll make the Amazon Echo look like it and everything's going to be exactly the same now. Yeah, so their little thing is called the OnHub. Now, look, it might not be available in Australia, but who really cares? I don't think it matters, does it? But you can get them from Amazon. Or from overseas, I think you you can do that, can't you? There's no Got special thirteen antennas. Uh, really, thirteen? Oh, I can't see that. Wow. Let's see if I can get a picture up here. Uh, there it is. I know. You get some specs. I need some specs. All right. The cylinder-shaped router named OnHub can be pre-ordered for two hundred dollars US at online retailers, including the Google Store, Amazon, and Walmart. Uh, no details yet about here. The router comes with built-in antennas, as uh, Jason said, 13, apparently. That's awesome. Uh, that can scan the airwaves uh, to spot the fastest connection. With the router, users will be able to prioritise a device so that they can get the fastest internet speeds for data-heavy activities, such as downloading content or streaming a movie. The router can be hooked up with Google's on-app, available on Android and iOS, to run network checks and keep track of bandwidth use, among other things. The router is being manufactured by TP-Link. Jeez. And hinting that Asus could also be the second manufacturing partner for the product. There you go. Not... AC 1900-802-11AC Wi-Fi, a theoretical maximum speed of 1900 megabits per second. Hmm. So look at 2.4 and 5 gigahertz. Someone's got to come up with a software hack or a firmware hack to bond all those antennas together, the 13 antennas, bond them into one so you can get the maximum theoretical speed. Yep. Well, I think uh, what the, the go with this and why they've made it so, say, physically attractive is because, you know, people stick their antennas under their bed, uh, their routers under their bed, or they'll stick them, you know, in the cupboard or something because they're ugly damn things, aren't they? But this thing, looking like the, what is it, the, the Mac Pro or whatever they called it, mm. the cylindrical thing, uh, 
Yeah, look, you, you, it's like a vase with no flowers. You put it in the middle of the room, it looks nice. Uh, and it's, it's, put, it's, put some flowers <laughs> in there, there you go. <laughs> and a bit of water. Well, oh, well, yeah, good one. Well, they could, they, could be, <laughs> they could be the antennas. Why not? Flowers as antennas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. I mean, they well, make the like, cell towers that look like trees, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's yes, in the house. Agree. Reminds paint me. Paint those of... mobile phone towers green and put branches off them. Yeah, well, why not? It just reminds me of the Autons. Jason. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, the Google OnHub or whatever it was called. OneHub, OnHub, something like that. Or was it the yeah. OnHub? That's it. OnHub. Look, I reckon, um, look, I'd be inclined to get Dumb one of names. those. Typical Google, hopeless. I'd be inclined to buy one of those from an overseas. Yeah, give it a go. Give it a shot. 200 bucks. Oh, that'd be about 270 bucks now, wouldn't it? It's not 400. Yeah, 400. 400, double here. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, Jace, where are you? Stick with Google. Google's new version 6.0 of Android mobile operating system has officially been named Marshmallow. Final preview of OS aimed at developers was released today along with official Android 6.0 software development kit. Software had previously been referred to by its codename Android M following its unveiling in May. The Marshmallow moniker follows Google's lolly naming convention for Android versions. The most recent version is Lollipop and its predecessor was KitKat. Marshmallow include new features like Android Pay for mobile payments, the Now on Tap for Google Now Digital Assistant, which allows users to access the feature by holding down the home button, and also the Doze Extended Power Saving Mode. Android Marshmallow offers new permissions model to streamline the process of installing and updating apps. It allows applications to request permissions as needed rather than the users needing to grant any when installing or upgrading certain apps. It's the Apple way of doing it, which is good. Google's mobile OS update also includes a new fingerprint manager for applications to authenticate users via fingerprint scans. Android Marshmallow will launch to consumers towards the end of the year. How long has uh, Lollipop been out? That's been out for a while, hasn't it? Like it's, uh, it's been it's an aging system. As I mean, like I thought, it's just been it seems to have been around for a long time. Four or five months, for maybe. Oh like. really? <laughs> yeah, that just feels longer. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. Some people complaining because they still haven't got it. They're like, what? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, marshmallow. Yeah, works for marshmallow, me. Marshmallow tacos, whatever. Yeah, works <laughs> for me. Now, I don't know if you've read Microsoft's EULA lately. The, the apparently yeah, oh, yeah, you know, all the time. It's always good for a laugh. Yeah. It's, <laughs> well, you know, some people, you might not be laughing. There's uh, their latest one, apparently, but only uh, it's only operating in the EU at this stage, but it, might, it will probably filter through everywhere. So the updated European agreement, terms and conditions, let it, let's it, let's Microsoft disable any counterfeit software or hardware. And if you're running Windows 10 computer, this is what you've just signed up for. Don't be a pirate, R. Hey, so Section 7B, for those of you wanting to rushingly flicking through your EULA right now, 7B. <laughs> you mean that thing that people go click, yep, 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 click, okay, yep, okay, scroll That's down, press F8. <laughs> yep. Uh, under the heading updates to the services or software and changes of these terms that stipulates that it may automatically check your version of the software and download software update or configuration changes, including those that prevent you from accessing the services, playing counterfeit games, or using unauthorized hardware peripheral devices. Counterfeit games. Now, are they steering away from the more harshly 
worded pirate. Games. We don't have to worry about the government doing it now because Microsoft will do it for us. Well, the question being, is is this a service that they might be able to provide Adobe and so forth? You know, say Adobe says, oh, yeah, well, it will give you, I don't know, whatever, a million bucks a year. And if yep. this is their code, if you find anything, any software that doesn't match that code, turn it off. Yeah. Turn it off. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, if you use Windows 10, a Windows phone, or any Microsoft's other services, uh, they can disable any games you've pirated or devices you've unlawfully hacked. Look, okay, I can handle software, <gasps> all right? But I think if you can mod your hardware, I think that's different. I think that's good on you. Go for it. That's what it's all about. I think. Be so- good, kids, and you've got nothing to worry about. Yeah, but would you agree? Like, would you, th- you think software and hardware is in the same boat, or is software you would agree bad if you pirated, but hardware, if you modified it, that's not that bad. Modifying hardware or modifying software shouldn't be bad unless you're like cheating online games or something from modding your software. But, mm. you know, people who um, install Cyanogen or they might put on the, um, the other stores in uh, Apple using a built-in floor that gets found, well, you know, I don't think it's too bad. Well, I don't mm. think it's a big deal. Because, you know, you bought the device, it's yours. Oh, Do what yes. you want. You know, if I buy a car and I want to soup it up, that's my business. Yep. Yeah. It's my car. That's right. That's right. Right? But if then... I put, a, put, put some dual exhaust and lower it and get someone to throw Spoiler, a turbo mate, in there, it's still my car. Put a put painting bread. <laughs> it goes faster. With flames and stripes. <laughs> There's seed holes. Yeah. And doof doof. Doof doof sounds. So, but then can the same argument be given to software... If you buy software, is it yours? And is it yours yeah, to modify? It should be. Yeah, I it is. It's not, I paid it for be. it. Yeah. I yeah. don't care what that says. It's, oh, this belongs to the bloody property of Microsoft. Said, well, if it's still the property of Microsoft, what am I paying you for? Yep. So I suppose then if you can modify your software, then the trouble should start if you try to unsell that software. Yes, that's with, what I was about to get at. If yeah. you modify the software, say that, for example, you bought uh, Windows that uh, you know, assuming that everyone has to pay for their operating system. Yeah. If you then bought it and modified it so that people can bypass the registration, mm. you know, because you don't need a key, for example. Well, that's got an automatic yeah. automatic um, registration. But thing that'd be in there. more pirating or offering. But I mean, yeah, like then, say... then that would be illegal to do that. Yeah, but... if you get a copy of a game on DVD, whoever buys games like that anymore. Who's got a DVD? My computer doesn't have a DVD no, player. I've got a DVD <laughs> and, player. Um, yeah. Or a USB stick and then break the copy protection then give your friends all the copy and stuff like that or sell yeah, it. That's, that yeah, that's right. Yeah. If, if you, it's if your I own one a, and you want to put something in there, do it. Yes, mm. that's right. If I buy a DVD and I want to make a copy for me, nothing wrong with that. No. It's like me photocopying a book yep. and yeah. having a copy here and a copy on the shelf. Yes, yeah, that's right. But if I give that photocopy to my friend, then, then that's wrong. Yeah, and keep a copy for yourself. Yeah, well, if I copy, if I pirate, rip a DVD and give the ripped copy to a mate to yes. watch, so that's that's theft. That's, yes, yes, right. But if I keep it for me, for my personal use, that's not theft. Mm. It's like recording off the TV. Yes, you're allowed to do that. Yeah. Well, wasn't there a lot of controversy when those VCRs and stuff came out years ago? And they're like, oh, oh you can yeah. pirate the TV by watching movies there. It's terrible. Yeah. But who and was the it? Blank, blank cassette tax that they put on when they first had copiers uh-huh. and stuff. Well, weren't they oh, going to put a tax on blank DVDs at one stage? Remember? Yep. 
to to oh, help out the poor movie studios. <laughs> you know, losing oh, yeah, money. They're not struggling. Making, they're, yeah. they're making yeah <laughs> movie studios grossing a billion dollars on the Iron Man films. Poor things. Yeah, that's right. Their hookers and blow are just not the quality they used to be. No. Mm. Got no. a bit of somebody put a bit of powder in with their uh, crack, giving them a bit right. of a headache. Heaven forbid. Yes. That's right. God damn it. Low class cocaine. <laughs> now, um, all right, Jace. You said you had heaps. Yeah. Cool. And the funny things that Vodafone come up with, isn't it? A wonderful, oh, interesting yes. company. Vodafone chief executive Inyaka Barreto said that he expects the carrier to be profitable in the near future. That so would be everyone. a nice change, <laughs> wouldn't it? As the company continues to struggle to turn around falling customer numbers and profits. The comments came as the carrier announced it would include unlimited national voice calls and text as a feature of all its business and consumer plans in a bid to lure customers. They're doing it again. Yeah. These people are hopeless. They can't... See, what happens is they do all this unlimited... They did this five years ago. They went through a tough trot. They merged with three. Remember this? Yep. Right, they merged with three. The, the, they, their network got inundated um, with crap, so everyone left. And in order to entice them back, uh, everything's unlimited. So everyone again. went back, and then it, it inundated the system again. Yep. Yeah. It's just this constant crash, not crash. Crash, not crash. They've come come up with a stable, good plans that aren't ridiculous yep. and improve their network. Vodafone is focusing on growing its revenues and customer numbers after declaring a three-year turnaround program initiated following large-scale network and customer service issues in 2010, completed last February. Vareta said that the Vodafone is now on track for profitability in the near future. Yeah. <laughs> Vodafone Australia lost around $184 million and 45,000 customers in its first half of this year and increased an increase on the approximately $159 million it lost in the same period of 2014. Its customer base also fell from $5.3 million to $5.25 million. I don't want to talk too much about our targets, but our shareholders have invested in this market in the past three years. And the reason why they do that is because they think there's an opportunity to recover that investment. And it will happen in the near future without going into too much detail. We're building a business that is stable, but our aim is to be an alternative to the current communication services. And uh, when, what you see in the market over the past year, if you look from the outside, is two things. The first is Vodafone is doing a lot better, and also the whole market is doing much better. In few terms of future services, Barreta fueled long-standing rumours that the carrier is interested in the fixed line market. Main consideration is around the role we play in that development. What's the advantage we're bringing our customers? And that's something we're working on. Whether it's through M&A, our own investment or partnerships, we have a lot of options even in this market. So it's definitely in our plans, but we're not going to share that right now. But it's also good to see just off track, but sort of on track with that story. It's, it's Qantas turned a profit. That's about time they started doing something. Yeah, oh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how clean that profit is. Bit dirty, you reckon? <laughs> Bit of a job you know, saver, profit. Uh, you know, you just do a couple of book entries there. Oh, let's just revalue our assets. Oh, we'll make that an mm. unrealized gain on paper for for a billion dollars. But, but you know, look at their cash flow. That's the important thing. Forget what the profit and loss statements say. So um, yeah, so Vodafone. Look, I remember, you know, when I was, you know, with the same thing happens in the banks. You know, like they they entice you away from a competitor. So oh, we'll give you like a one and a half percent cheaper interest rate than the competitor. And then when it comes up for review, you back up to plus one and a half percent because yeah. it costs so zero percent to... for six months, and then we're going to yeah. go to twice everybody else. Yeah, yeah. So uh, right. yeah, 
but I, I honeymoon think, rates. I don't think anyone here is on Vodafone, are they? Is anyone on, no. doing Vodafone? No. It's, uh, one of my friends said that he was. He really loves it because in his area, he's the only one on the cell tower, so he gets great speeds. <laughs> well, he would. Nobody else's. <laughs> you know what? I, you know, I, I, this is what I, I think Vodafone, I don't like them. Let's make that clear because I think they're rubbish. But they get a fairly bad rap because Optus are pretty atrocious as well. Mm. And no one ever says anything about Optus. I've, I've had Optus, Vodafone, and Telstra. In what? And Optus and Vodafone are pretty much line ball just as bad as each other. And what, in my area, anyway. So it, you mean as in for service, like the, the reception? No, just the reception, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah look. They're just as bad as one another, but Optus never gets a bad rap. I no. think, you know, Optus uh, depends on the area. There's probably areas of higher concentration and higher. Whatever's there. Well, that goes for everything, though. Yeah. Surely Vodafone is not globally across Australia that bad in every area that they're in. Surely not. No, I think but, it seems like it. <laughs> but they get a bad rap. Yeah, yeah. Optus I'm... are terrible in my area. I've got to go outside. I get one bar, it's down to 2G. <laughs> what are you doing with Optus? No, when I used to be on Optus. Mm. Well, I have had that Optus for oh, 10 years, 15 years. I just moved to Optus in April. Oh, you moved your mobile. Yeah, no problems for me here, but I'm oh, well, not good. too far from the Melbourne CBD. Yeah, so you got four Gs. Well, where I was, yeah. it was yeah. uh, 2000. When the first iPhone came out here, 2008, I joined it with Optus. It was awful. It was bloody awful. What sort of four G no. speeds, Jace, do you get? Um, I don't know. I haven't tra- tried it out lately. What? Yeah. So, but that'd be similar to everything else, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I'm I'm happy. I'm on the Telstra. They're fifty-five bucks a month, one and a half gig. You know, it's not much, but uh, I'm at, I'm enough. at the enough. office most of the time. It's Wi-Fi, isn't it? So that's good. And plus, yeah, I'm, I'm on Wi-Fi at home, and I drive, and I'm on Wi-Fi at the office. So yeah, and when and as soon as I move, which is Monday, or when the tech comes out to put the internet on at the new house, you'll have that great NBN just like it will. No, there's no NBN yet, but I'll have that Air, the Telstra Air. Ah. So uh, we'll see how we go when I'm out and about trying to hook into some Air Wi-Fi. See how that works. Yes, that's, yes. Uh, that'd be good. Now, Eric, sticking with figures, did you want to yes. bring up that story? Which story? The Apple one, the bond. Oh, the bond, the bond raising. Let me just get that up. Well, generally, what it is is they, they're going to sell bonds in Australia. They're going to borrow money from Australian customers. I got some of them shirts and and socks. Yeah, bonds. Yeah, bonds? that's them. Yeah, yeah undies. So, and, uh, so, so they're asking. So they're capital raising. Yeah, right. Well, they're debt raising. Right, okay. Debt. To the, because yes. they pay you a coupon rate of whatever percent per year, and yes. it's got a maturity on but, it. So but they five need the years, money. you know, whatever. Well, why'd they do that? They well, wouldn't need the money. No, but, but it's, 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 a, it's a trick. Strategic. <laughs> See, it it's, it's cheaper for them. We discussed this, I think, one or two weeks ago. It's cheaper for them to borrow money and pay bugger all interest rates. Yep. And bring that money into the states because it's uh, borrowed yes, money, yes, right? Yes. Rather than bring their profits sitting yes. in Ireland, right? So, for example, you borrow a billion dollars from Australia, yes, bring it into the US, do yes. your do your uh, buybacks and capital requirements and factory builds and all that sort of stuff. It's cheaper to do that at four percent than it is to bring in a billion dollars from Ireland and pay thirty percent. Yes, yes, got it, got it. Yeah, right. Yep. Plus, they can manipulate the. Um, they can manipulate their their total cash by saying, "Okay, we borrow a billion dollars, and then from that we bring a billion dollars into America, 
And then if you keep doing that, if you keep giving it round robin, eventually mm. what they're going to have is just borrowings and yes. no cash. And all their cash will be sitting in America and they wouldn't have paid tax on it. Oh, yes. Right? Like they're converting, Mur- they're converting does their... here by getting one of his companies to borrow a billion dollars off the other one and then charge it hardly any interest and then go, yeah, it's legal. So, so eventually they want to, all their cash as they're sitting offshore, they'll bring that in in the form of borrowings. because yeah. They've got $200 billion in cash, right? So they'll borrow $200 billion and bring those borrowings um, into the states, yeah. right? $200 billion, no tax. Yeah. And, then, and then with the borrowing, because note, note they're only borrowing, a lot of their borrowings are outside of America, yes. okay? not in America. They yeah. think they did a, a $17 billion raising in the states last year yeah. of, of debt bonds. Right? So let's assume they borrow 200, the remainder, let's call it $180 billion outside of the states, right? Mm. And then that borrowings can go into the states as a loan, not a, not profit, so yep. no tax. Yes. But then they've got those borrowings outstanding, and how do you how do you how do you pay that off? Well, well you get the, the money profit, from yeah. Ireland, yeah, to pay, pay it off. off. And suddenly, hello, no tax. That's pretty dodgy. Oh, it's sneaky, right. isn't well, it? That's why they pay those the big bucks. Yeah, it's brilliant. Yeah, you pay your offshore borrowings yeah. with your offshore cash. Yeah, but you bring your offshore borrowings into America. No tax. <laughs> you don't have to bring the profits back because you're paying them off with your. You're using that to pay off your debt. Again, no tax. You're back to square one. But what's happened is over ten years, you've brought two hundred billion dollars into America, and not paid no anything. Tax. Now, what what do you think? Like, there's so much money that they've got. What what do they need it for? What do you think they want it for? Is it just to have it have it in America where they can no, do well, what they no, want? Well, look, they they're always expanding. Well, they're um. Their office, the, the spaceship office that they build, that's going to cost a billion dollars or more. Oh, and all those watches they got to make, well, well, and not and have to and, <laughs> and and put them through the, the shredder because no one's buying them. <laughs> um, and they and they've got they bought another uh, big block of dirt which they're going to extend. So that's probably another billion dollars there in about five years time. Got they're building left. their data centers. They built that data center in where was that in back of Whoop Whoop somewhere in Idaho or something. That cost them a billion dollars, mm. and they've got and they're building more and more of those data centers and and they're you know self sufficient bloody solar panels and so they, there's a lot of you know and they're giving paying dividends now to shareholders yeah. which they never they didn't two years ago and they're doing buybacks as well mm. so they they're using their cash I think their end goal is probably to have only about fifty billion dollars in the bank the rest of it's going to be used for expansion product development. Um, you know, buildings, uh, you know, dividends, whatever. Do you hear interest um, payments? Yeah, once they got data centers, they could be like Amazon and just let people use their servers for cloud exactly. and stuff. Exactly. At oh. the moment, both Microsoft and Apple are using Amazon clouds to host stuff. Well, are they really? Microsoft for a lot Apple of their does. stuff. Yeah. What Microsoft uses? Uh, they all share between themselves. Yeah, right. Yeah. I heard. Uh, Google... Well, I, I suppose I'll, Apple will do that until their one is fully operational. I don't know if it is yet or not, or when it will be, but I'm sure that's that's probably what they're doing. I heard Google, uh, one of the data centers, got struck by lightning eight times. In, that's in, unlucky. In one day. Yeah. A good write-off. Took took a few hard drives out apparently. So. Some people lost data. It was that some was like point oh 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 one percent of the data got lost. But I'm sure oh, it would have been redundant. Deal. 
Oh. It was probably the Ashley Madison uh, list anyway, <laughs> so you're lucky. <laughs> I bet you a lot of people would have been praying it was. Praying, oh, please get that <laughs> get that server in the back corner there. Yeah, you know what I said to one of the guys at work? The guys who hacked that could have actually made some money out of this. What you do is you put all those addresses and stuff on a server, and then you charge women $5 to create an <laughs> account to access the data to see if their well. husband or lover or whatever has got... An account there, yeah. five bucks per chicken. You've just made a mint. They would have, oh, they yeah. would have done that. And while you're there, have oh. a look around. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> might find someone. Well, well, now, now that around. you're getting divorced, well, about it, you got to give him the flick. What about this bloke next to him? But the problem with that, I suppose, is that would just lead you straight to the hacker, wouldn't I it? I don't think they're hiding too well at the moment. I oh, will just put the server in Russia. Yeah, you'll be right. Yeah, well, that can. What was it? The crypto locker. They don't get. They don't take Visa. They take Bitcoin. Yeah. So. <laughs> there you go. Or um, money transfers. How hard is it to set up a Bitcoin wallet? Is it very hard? No. Easy. I'm yeah, to do Just download the software, install it, and it starts yeah. generating. But it's micro, micro, micro parts of a coin now. Yeah. Right. The amount but, of electricity you use to to power your computer to make it is more expensive than the coins that you can make these days. Do you think that the Bitcoin yeah, value is too high now? Yeah. Do you, how do you think it's travelling? Like, do you think it's it's still on its on on track to to be a viable? I haven't paid currency? much attention to Bitcoin. I'm not. I just think it's going to be a bit of a fad. Fad. It'll be another. There'll be a bit Bitcoin crash. <laughs> yeah. Well, they had Dogecoin for the Doge Dog. The what? Right. I don't get into any of that. Oh, Give me geez. cold, hard cashish. Yeah, Australian legal. That's the way to go. That's you can spend down the bottle, eh? Yeah, that's, that's right. right. Can't go down to the BWSA, mate. I'll give you five bitcoins for the slab. Oh, bitcoins. Yeah, you might take those. <laughs> they're about $800 per bitcoin, so you might get All right. Some. Okay, a quarter of a bitcoin. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on, I'll get me scissors, me chopper out. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, it's just... Well, yeah, that's the thing. If it's 800 Equivalent to eight hundred dollars per Bitcoin. How the hell are you supposed to spend it? Well, yeah, well, you got you got your Bitcoin. You just take your little grater and just go you spend shave it. Because it. it's all electronic, so you can say I'll give you one one hundredth of a Bitcoin to do me a website or something like that. Yeah, as re- remember um, last week we were talking about Apple watches in JBI five. Does that mean yeah. they got yeah. scales as well? No, like, shh. yep. Uh, all right, now. What are you talking about? I don't know. I don't know. I'm rambling. So, look, do you know what day it is? said BWS and he was gone. I know. Look. It's like, man, I got it. That's right. I'm running out Woo! of whiskey. Yeah, baby. Oh, look at that. <laughs> now, uh, look, at the, uh, at the production and the release of every podcast every week, you know that the latest episodes on Aussie Tech Radio aren't too far away. And uh, you can join... The uh, join the laughter and the intrigue and the interest and learning on AussieTechRadio.com. It's uh, or none of those. podcast on there now, <laughs> especially if you hear this one again. So you can. What did you say, Jace? There'd be a new Minecraft podcast on there this week. There is. I saw. It, I saw it go in today. <laughs> yep. Yes. So uh, so that'll be on there. The the Obsidian Loft uh, with Jace and Will. And also, oh, haven't heard from Old Fart Geeks for a while, but that'll... I'm if sure. he gets his computer going, maybe we'll do Old Fart Geeks tomorrow or something. Maybe he might might need to pull that 1,200 board out. Yep. And, uh, it might be better than the NBN. But yeah, the Aussie Tech Radio Shoutcast, uh, so get a 
bunch of podcasts from Australia and New Zealand, put them all together, and new episodes every week. And so you can listen to, oh, good stuff like uh, the Ozdroid podcast, the Tech Webcast, the GeekSphere.tv. Uh, there's heaps of others there, so go and check it out. It runs 24 talking tech. Yeah, two guys talking tech, and there's uh, oh, there's a couple of others like that don't come to mind at the moment. There's uh, there's a few there. Keep you going for a while, and uh, yeah, you just listen to it on your radio, tune in, tune in app. I think you can get it on. Uh, so yeah, to all the instructions AussieTechRadio.com. Don't forget to, uh, Facebook for Aussie TechEds, AussieFacebook.com forward slash Aussie TechEds, YouTube.com forward slash Aussie TechEds, and show notes at AussieTechEds.com.au forward slash podcast. All right, this will be probably one of my will be my last story for tonight or this week. Now, you want a release date on Apple's iPhone six S. So it is going to be an S, you reckon? September. Well, that's what they reckon they'll call it. It'll be they're suggesting that it will be for sale on September nineteen. Yeah. But to be announced ten days earlier. Oh. On, on September 9. Nice. It's supposed to have a um, rear-facing camera that's got higher megapixels, but it's a dual camera, so it does SLR quality. Oh. Yes, I heard that too. I'd like to see a phone so like iPhone 6S, with a camera. Because uh, that was a bit of a leak. Uh, Vodafone, uh, <laughs> Vodafone last month. Uh, what is it? <laughs> it's so funny. Typical Vodafone screwed up again. <laughs> a Vodafone leaked it to, when they were talking to somebody... And they leaked that it was going to be released yeah, on right. September 18. Look, I'd yeah, like to one. see a phone with a camera. And I'll show you. I'll show you where my phone. So that's the front of the phone. That's the yep. back of the phone. And I'd like to see a camera up near the button. Really? Why is that? So instead of going around like this filming someone, and everyone knows. Oh, you want to be sneaky? I want to film them like that. You want to be sneaky? Yes, that's right. Why not? It keeps getting busted doing upskirts. Why not? <laughs> That's right. But look, let's uh, quickly go to the IO Phone 6S. IO. That's the new one coming out, the IO. Now, what have we got here? Uh, rumoured features. Are you on this page, Eric? MacRumors.com. No, I'm not. I'm on another page. Well, we can... I will go to that page. MacRumors.com. And you'll find the iPhone 6S. Now, while you're looking at that, I'll, I'll go slowly through a couple. The, the A9 processor, uh, 2 gig yeah. of RAM, an improved 12 megapixel camera, same design as the iPhone 6. I heard a rumor that it was going to be bigger again, but I can't. Really? Talk... I couldn't believe that. Yeah, that no, I can't much. believe that. It's less bendable. So they're saying that there was a problem. <laughs> less bendable. 7000 series aluminium shell. Uh, force touch. What the hell's force touch? No, no. They got that on the um, watch. The new MacBook Pros to can tell how how hard you're pushing on it, and it gives a fake feedback oh. on the on the um, the touchpad. It doesn't actually click down anymore, but it has the um, a feeling when it vibrates. It feels like it's clicking, but it's not actually clicking. It's a vibration that tricks your finger into thinking it's actually clicking down and up. There's nothing mechanical in there. Yeah, right. Doesn't actually move the um, touchpad because when you do a click on it, you're pushing down the whole touchpad. But um, now it just does this little vibration, but your finger thinks that it's clicking. So that's what they use for force touch to bring that to the phone, I guess. Oh, that's pretty, pretty. Uh... And they apparently they did a recent acquisition of a company called Lynx, L I N X, which makes 3D camera sensors. Ooh. Oh, the other rumor I heard was 
whether it's going to be in this version or the next version, that their video camera will be doing 4K. Yeah, that's here. That's in one of the, the rumours ones here as well. Camera will have a two-lens system that can help allow users to capture DSLR-quality imagery. That's pretty good. And it has the option for an optical zoom. That'd be nice. Yeah. So while we're talking about this, we're on the video that you guys can't see. Uh, we've just got a little video of what we what we can expect. So, um, yeah, look, look, it's probably it's a good upgrade from a five when I get it. It'll be, be yeah, it'll be huge for you because yeah. you've been but, sitting in two thousand and nine for a little while. <laughs> but mine is, uh, I can see that mine is getting slower. Like you, you know, you, I try to open an app and there's a bit of a lag there. Uh, sometimes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I've got to turn if it you off. Keep, if, if, especially if you keep updating it. Right. With the, you know, whatever the latest is, it tends to slow down the older models. And yep. I think they do that on purpose, which is a pretty sneaky. You don't think it's because the newer software's heavier? You just think Well, it's... yeah, there's that. Yeah, that's what I'd like to think. But, you know, like, I, I suppose, yeah, oh, there's more in it, isn't there? Like, yeah, my battery is... Look, I'd have to check that battery thing out, see if it, mine does uh, last any longer. But um... Yeah, upgrade your iOS. Yeah, but anyway, that's the so okay. So, what other rumors have we got? It. Let's have a look here. We've got uh, the live streaming uh, Apple TV live streaming not out till two thousand sixteen. All oh, right, two thousand sixteen. You know that one that we, they were negotiating a few weeks back with uh, the the uh, TV stations or the cable stations in the states, so that if you want to watch uh, cable TV, you can live stream it from the Apple TV box. Right, right. Uh, the 6 and 6S will continue to offer NFC for Apple Pay, 802.11 AC, Wi-Fi, LTE, Advanced. Two new phones will likely to be the same, 1664, 128 gig options. Uh, it's an S upgrade year. Apple has asked its suppliers to produce a record-breaking 85 to 90 million units. Ones I can see saying there's a 6S and a 7 both coming out. Uh-huh. Yeah. That must be where the 7 comes from. Or maybe they got September 7 mixed up with that. The iPhone 7 could feature a 3D display, which claims Apple's supply chain partner TPK is working on a project that relates to naked eye 3D screen. In other words, a 3D screen that doesn't require glasses to see. So oh, that would be good. They're saying Put that on a TV, thanks. Pre-orders will be... Uh, Apple plans to unveil the phone during the week of September 7, perhaps on September 9. Pre-orders, if accepted, will follow on September 11. Would they launch something on pre-orders on September 11? Would the, Guess so. Yeah, they'd be stupid. Yeah. Launch it at September 11 at 9.05 a.m. <laughs> yeah. smart. All right. So, that, look, there's a hopefully that's given us a bit more of an idea of what's going on with the Apple iPhone because I hadn't heard of anything. That was the first time I've, I've really bothered to look into it this year. So, uh, yeah, so it looks mm. like the success, so good stuff. Now, look, my little last little story is uh, Stephen Hawking's speech test. Tech. Everyone can get it. Every, that's right, everybody. Everyone can have a go. Uh, apparently, it was written by Intel specifically for him, and now Intel has decided that, hey, we'll give it away. You can download it, have a play. Now, the program interprets visual signals and translates them into words, which are then spoken by the machine. Uh, it was an originally developed for Professor Hawking. has been has been used by other sufferers of motor neuron disease. Then now everyone can download it. Intel hopes that ACAS, which is the name of the system, which runs on Microsoft Seven Windows or higher, 
will be used by researchers developing new interfaces for sufferers of the disease. The Microsoft program, 7 Windows. Yeah, the, uh, the program and full source code have been published on GitHub. So I guess, nice. yeah, nice. If you're into that sort of stuff. Look, if you want the link, again, go to the Aussie Tech Head show notes and grab the link out of the, the story summary that we've got there uh, from today's date, the, this episode, 451. Nice. Uh, Jake, anything to finish off with? Yeah, this is a bit of a dodgy one. An accused TAFE IT fraudster, Ronald Cordoba, has admitted to charging his employer thousands of dollars for a cloud storage service, which was run off two servers in his own home. <laughs> During the second day of hearings at New South Wales Corruption Watchdog ICAC, Cordoba owned up to charging the Southwestern Sydney Institute of TAFE $150,000 for two years' worth of Dropbox Enterprise licences, which he had bought from Dropbox for a little over $70,000. Cordoba admitted using his position as ICT manager at the TAFE to sign off on $1.7 million worth of invoices from a company he had set up called ITD Proprietary Limited. He told ICAC Council he intended to pay back the roughly $1.1 million profit he made no, from running the front business to secure fees from TAFE that would be channeled back into his own bank account. Oh, but what, what's he done wrong? Has he done anything wrong? He's had a little cloud in his room. That's, that's a cloud. No, he's done, no he, he, it's conflict of interest. Well, apart from that. If you, if you sell it to a third party for double what you paid for it, that's good for you. But if you sell it to your employer and you're the guy signing off, that, yeah, that's conflict that's of interest. That's just theft. But if ICAC it, has laid out that's, evidence... That's what Bill Shorten does. <laughs> ...showing how Cordoba conducted email exchanges between himself and a fake ITD manager called Alicia for the purpose of copying in colleagues and maintaining the semblance of a legitimate third-party provider. The ICT manager has been suspended from TAFE on full pay close to over a year on the matter claimed it was not uncommon. Full pay for yeah. a year. Nice, right? <laughs> yeah, it's nice. not uncommon for management to sign off on procurement of goods and services before they had been delivered to the TAFE. It was a common practice, he said, claiming it was particularly prevalent towards the end of financial year when budget funds need to be used up even mm. if goods and services were delayed. Yes, that is true. And that's been that's how he scammed going it. on for twenty years, but you're yeah. not he's buying it from himself. Yeah. That's the issue. I wonder how he come unstuck. I would be interested to know how he Maybe they wanted to meet Alicia. <laughs> Maybe. He's like, oh, yeah. Hang on. Oh, oh, I'll just get it. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's Alicia here. How you doing? Nice to meet you. Sound like Mrs. McGillicuddy. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. McGillicuddy. I haven't heard that for a while. Hey, hey, dot TV. Hey. That's still going around, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, look, I think we've uh, we've come to the end. Did you have any more, Jace, or was that it? That's it for me. That's it for me. And, uh, look, I think we've come to the end of another show, so thanks for joining us. Uh, look, another relatively slow news week, you might say. Not too much it's happening. But, this um, is the lead-up to the Apple palaver in a couple of weeks. Yeah. Yep. Oh, look, I'll be joining in uh, because I'm going to get a... We'll, get we'll listen to it on that other show. What's that other show called? Yeah, oh, that's right. I keep forgetting to mention the Aussie Mac Zone. Yeah, if you want to keep up with what's going on in the Mac world, like more intensely and maybe not too much bagging out like on this show, then you can have a listen to the Aussie Mac Zone. It's on iTunes or your favourite podcatcher, whatever that may be, if you want to listen to it on an Android. Pocket casts. Yeah, whatever. Would you listen to a Mac podcast on an Android? Why I don't not? know. I don't know. 
All right. Uh, okay, so that's that's it. Email us at whoever we are at aussietechers.com.au. It'll get to whoever you would need it to get to. And uh, don't forget the aussietechers.com.au forward slash paper. Uh, two editions daily. Uh, you're getting a few more subscribers to that too, so that's excellent. And uh, Great. Yeah, good stuff. Now, if you want to be on the radio, as I mentioned before, you just send me an email. If you've got a podcast, we'll stick you on. Tech-related, of course. Nothing too serious. And no. down under. Yeah. Down under, Australia, New Zealand, you know. No, no. We'll let them in. We'll let them uh, sheep. Yeah, that's right. And you can't just have a US podcast with Token Aussie. Or maybe no. email me and we'll, we'll, just, <laughs> we'll discuss terms. My, my people talk to your people. We'll get it worked out. All right. Thanks, Jase, for coming in. Talk to you uh, next week. Hopefully. Catch you next week. And thank you, Eric. Thanks for coming in with Bad No Internet. problem. And we'll see you next week. And thanks, everyone who watches and listens to us each week. And uh, have a good week. Bye for now. See you then. Bye-bye. See you, everyone. Bye-bye.